0: Hello and welcome to the Proxima Weekly, your source of updates in the energy, infrastructure and project finance markets globally. I'm your host, Maura Murphy, reporting to you from New York. Today is Monday, June 26th. Starting us off today on the global stage, the OPEC fund has signed an agreement with the International Renewable Energy Agency to join the Energy Transition Accelerator Financing Platform. ETAF is a global initiative that seeks to mobilize funds for renewable energy investments. The OPEC fund plans to support the platform with up to $250 million in financing until 2030 for renewable energy solutions in its partner countries. The ETAF platform, established by IRENA and backed by the UAE, initially aimed to mobilize at least $1 billion of capital by 2030. Now, with the commitment from OPEC Fund and contributions from all other existing ETAF partners, the initial target has been surpassed, with total commitments amounting to $1.15 billion. Moving to the Americas, funds managed by Blackstone Infrastructure Partners have completed a $1 billion equity investment in Invenergy Renewable Holdings to support its expanding business. This investment builds on Blackstone's nearly $3 billion in investments in Invenergy in 2021 and 2022. Invenergy will leverage this additional investment to support the continued growth of the company in the US and around the world as well its portfolio of projects which include solar, onshore wind, advanced energy storage facilities, offshore wind projects, high-voltage direct current inter-regional transmission lines, clean hydrogen initiatives, solar panel manufacturing and a growing community solar business through its reactive venture. Staying in the Americas and looking specifically at Canada, North Star Clean Technologies has entered into a term sheet with the Business Development Bank of Canada for a project financing of up to 8.75 million Canadian. Projects will be used for the development and construction of the company's planned asphalt shingle reprocessing facility in Calgary at the Empower Calgary facility. The loan has a 15 year repayment period with the potential for a two year interest only payment period. The term sheet is non-binding with no guarantee that closing will occur. The progression of the term sheet to binding loan documentation is subject to due diligence, satisfaction of customary loan conditions, and is progressing in line with NORSTAR and BDC's agreed timeline. Moving from Canada and into the Gulf of Mexico, Woodside Energy has approved the development of the $7.2 billion Tryon Ultra Deepwater Oil Project in the Gulf of Mexico. It's its first major investment since its merger with BHP Group's petroleum arm last year. Woodside, which is a 60% owner and operator of Trion, forecasts its share of the capital expenditure at $4.8 billion. The remainder is set to be funded by Mexican state-owned oil company Pemex, which owns 40% of Tryon. The resource will be developed through a floating production unit with an oil production capacity of 100,000 barrels per day, Woodside said. First production is targeted for 2028. The investment is expected to deliver an internal rate of return greater than 16% with a payback period of less than four years. Woodside CEO Meg O'Neill said in the statement that the investment exceeded the company's capital allocation framework targets and would be a strong contributor to cash flows and shareholder returns. BHP Group, from whom the project was inherited, was aiming for a final decision on Tryon in 2022, but rising costs for manufacturing components for mega projects worldwide led to delays. Tryon was discovered by Pemex in 2012. It is located at Mexico's Perdido Basin, about 100 kilometers off the Mexican coastline, at a depth of 2,500 meters. The project will target the development of an estimated 479 million barrels of oil and gas. Woodside, which has frequently found itself at the crosshairs of environmental groups and activist investors over their climate goals, said that their greenhouse gas emissions reduction targets remain unchanged by the investment decision. Moving for a closer look at the LATAM market, Rockville Solar Energy Investment Fund intends to purchase a new portfolio of ready-to-build solar storage PMGD assets in Chile. The investment plan will follow the recent $150 million sale of 20 PMGD distributed solar projects by Rockville Energy to Emu Solar, which is owned by Blue Elephant Energy and O-Energy. Rockville Energy is moving to acquire solar plus storage PMGD projects as the new DS88 PMGD scheme makes it likely that a solar plus storage portfolio will generate higher returns than a pure solar portfolio. This is because DS88 will see the stabilized price of energy vary through different blocks throughout the day, with the lowest prices available at midday when solar generation capacity is at its highest. Solar portfolios without a storage element will be unable to capitalize on higher prices available in the morning, making a solar plus storage portfolio a more viable investment. While Rockville Energy only retained ownership of the portfolio sold to Emu Solar until construction was almost complete, the firm intends to own the new portfolio for a period of 8 to 10 years following construction. The size and value of the new portfolio are yet to be determined. Continuing on in the Latin American market, SBM Offshore has completed the project financing of an FPSO vessel for a total of nearly $1.62 billion, secured by a consortium of 12 international banks and cover from three ECAs. The vessel is destined to work for Petrobras at the field in the Santos Basin Offshore, Brazil. The financing is composed of four separate facilities with around 6.6 weighted average cost of debt and a 14-year post-completion maturity for both the ECA covered Facilities and the Uncovered Facility. With the vessel's design incorporating SBM Offshore's fast-forward new-built multi-purpose hull, the FPSO will have a processing capacity of 180,000 barrels of oil and 12 million cubic meters of gas per day. It will have an estimated greenhouse gas emission intensity within the range of 8 to 12 kilogram CO2 equivalent or barrel of oil equivalent for the company's new-build FPSOs, benefiting from proprietary emission reduction technologies. The FPSO Alexandria de Gusamo will be the fourth definitive system to be installed in the Marrow field. Based on the firm statement, the topsides fabrication and fast forward MPF hull for this FPSO are progressing with the first oil slated in 2025. Moving from Latam and into Asia Pacific, Heavy Minerals has secured Dutch government backed finance support for the potential development of its Port Gregory Garnet project in Western Australia. The government received a letter of support from Austradius Dutch State Business, which manages the government credit guarantee scheme on behalf of the Netherlands ECA. Atradius is expected to commence due diligence tests, ensuring export financing for the project under its commitment to promote Dutch exports and guarantee projects involving the export of capital goods. Additional due diligence will be conducted as Port Gregory pre-feasibility and bankable feasibility studies progress. The Dutch ECA scheme was deemed suitable for Port Gregory based on the potential provision of mining hardware, the process, plant, and supporting infrastructure from Dutch-owned Royal IHC. Royal IHC has supported heavy minerals with technical, engineering, and project study work for the project since the company was listed on the Australian Stock Exchange in September of 2021. Continuing on, the Norwegian Climate Investment Fund and KLP have committed equity and guarantees for a 168-megawatt wind power project plant developed by Enel Green Power in Gujarat State, India. Enel Green Power was awarded the rights to sell power under a government auction and has a 25-year power purchase agreement. Via an investment partnership, KNI India, Norfund brings along Norway's biggest pension company, KLP, with joint commitments of about 317 million Norwegian kroner in equity capital and loan guarantees of up to 530 million kroner towards the construction of the project. The Climate Investment Fund owns 51% and KLP 49% of KNI India. The plant which has been put into operation is expected to produce about 700 gigawatt hours per annum. Given India's current energy resources, with a considerable proportion coming from coal, the project will avoid around 573,000 tons of CO2 per annum. Enel Green Power, founded in 2008 within the Enel Group to develop and manage renewable power projects globally, operates over 59 gigawatts of installed renewable capacity in Europe, Asia, Africa, and the Americas. In July 2020, NORFund and Enel Green Power entered into a joint investment agreement for renewable projects in India. The first project together, the 420 megawatt THAR solar plant, was announced in August of 2022. More on mining and metals in the APAC region, Hillgrove Resources has taken a final investment decision on Stage 1 of the Kanamatsu underground copper mine in South Australia. First copper concentrate production is expected in the first quarter of 2024. The Stage 1 project is expected to produce some 43,500 tons of copper in concentrate over the initial four years. Mining would be focused on two of the nine known mineral loads in the mining lease that were either drilled or mined as part of the open pit operations. All infrastructure at the mine, including a 3.6 million ton a year processing plant and operational tailing storage facility, is already in place. Lastly for today is also in metals and minings. Pantoro has secured a 55 million Australian four-year senior secured loan facility with a U.S. investment manager, Nibari Partners, to refinance and replace its existing debt facilities. The loan facilities will fully refinance Pantoro's existing $25 million senior secure facility with Global Credit Investments, as well as ASX-listed Tula Resources' existing $24 million of debt facility with Nabari. Pantoro and Tula earlier this year struck a merger agreement under which Pantoro would acquire Tula to gain ownership of the Norseman Gold Project in Western Australia, creating a new mid-cap gold company. Under the merger, Tula shareholders will receive 4.96 Pantoro shares for every Tula share held, implying a 24.7% premium to the company's last closing price. The merger would see Pantoro shareholders holding a 51.5% interest in the merged entity, with Tula shareholders holding a remaining 48.5%. The loan facility is subject to certain conditions precedent, including completion of the merger, with funds expected to be drawn on June 30th. And that's all for this week. If you'd like to see any more about our upcoming events for H2, uh, or learn any more about these stories, then please do visit us at proximoinfer.com. Until next week.